This is Financially Free with Wellington Adams, featuring Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Barron and Simon provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Free with Wellington Adams with your hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point during the show you have any questions or like to learn a little more information, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at our website, wellingtonadams.com. And if you're over at the website, feel free to head on over to the radio page. Uh, You can check out our past shows there and subscribe to our show now on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Today's episode is going to touch base on the differences between Medicaid and long-term care insurance. Uh, In our experience, You know, some of the most confusing parts of Medicaid program are just the details of what long-term care benefits are actually included. Uh, I did read a stat that I wanted to touch base on. I thought it was kind of interesting. By the year 2030, there will be 72 million people in the United States over the age of 65. More than 10% of them are going to have Alzheimer's, which is often, you know, affiliated with, you know, excuse me, is um, thought of long-term care needing to cover people who have Alzheimer's. So this is really becoming a, a big concern. So today we're going to try to clear up some of the confusion as far as between the differences of Medicaid and long-term care. And that way it'll give you some knowledge for when you may need health care of this type down the line. At this time, I'd like to welcome to the show our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you, Tony? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great, guys. I got back from a, a trip to Nashville with my daughter's high school band. So uh, a little bit tired out from that. <laughs> a five-day trip with the band, but uh, I'd never chaperoned one of those trips, and I probably won't ever again. <laughs> um, <laughs> why not, Tony? Nice. <laughs> Can't imagine uh, why. It was fun, though, and good to, you know, the kids were good, so... Uh, but no, I'm great. Um, you know, uh, just happy to be here on the show once again. I missed you guys. So, uh, what about you, Simon? How are you doing? I'm doing well, my man. Just enjoying the March Madness that's going on out there. Some of the games, not really. My teams are losing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the top teams are out pretty much. Uh, so, kind of some surprises in there, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Chicago boy, so by default, oh. growing up in the Jordan area, I'm a North Carolina fan, and oh. that was sad. Yeah, yeah, North Carolina, Duke, they're out. Well, hey, how about you, Baron? I know you keep busy. Yeah, actually, uh, last weekend I had a, a pretty interesting round of golf. It was uh, extremely windy out, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> They said, the weatherman said there was going to be breezy. I I love the weatherman. It's the only profession I know that they can be wrong more than 50% of the time and get paid a lot of money for it. I mean, if I was wrong more than 50% of the time in our profession, we probably wouldn't be in business at all. 
But anyway, oh, no. Ooh, they said I could name some big names out <laughs> they, there. They said that it was supposed Lynch. to be breezy and it was just a constant wind like the whole round. However, it did <laughs> aid and abet me on one hole. I actually, for the first time in my golfing career, drove the green. 325 yards, and I drove the green. Ooh. No way. I couldn't believe it. I, no and way. I ha- and I have a witness, too. So The wind was in your sails. The wind was right behind my back, and it, it helped had me to along the way. Holy cow, that's amazing. Yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Now, yeah, never mind. I three-putted. <laughs> <laughs> Once you got there. But who cares? Oh. I didn't care. I drove the green. I <laughs> could care if I three-putted. I parred a big deal. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like we could do a parallel to financial planning, but you got to work on your short game. Yeah, you go. Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you guys are look at, used to looking at the long game, right? Yeah, that's so right. looking look for the, long the future term. that's yeah. right once you get to retire you can do everything you need to get to retirement but you still got to make it through retirement right right that's so right. we're talking about medicaid a bit today and long-term care insurance where do we start with it? it's a very important topic where do we start sure tony well we should start out by probably defining what medicare or excuse me medicaid not to be confused with medicare we'll see how many times i say that during the show <laughs> And uh, long-term, care, long-term care insurance are, just so that we're all on the same page here with the listeners as we're discussing this throughout the uh, show. Um, Medicaid, according to the official Medicaid.gov website, which is the website for any of the listeners that want to check out more details afterwards, uh, provides health coverage to millions of Americans. This includes eligible low-income adults, children, pregnant women, elderly adults, and people with disabilities. Medicaid's administered by the state according to federal requirements, and it's comes being, and because of that, it's funded by both federal and state programs. And as of 2018, it had provided benefits, it was providing benefits uh, last year of about 66 million individuals out there. So pretty broad-based program uh, covering quite a few people out there. Wow, that's huge. So what are some of the things we need to remember about Medicaid? Well, Tony, Medicaid is structured differently than Medicare. Um, Medicare is mostly run by the federal government. However, Medicaid is primarily state run. And what that means basically is that the rules, the regulations, and the details of Medicaid are going to vary from state to state, including how doctors as well as hospitals will be paid and also what kinds of services are covered. With that being said, however, Medicaid does cover custodial care at nursing homes in all states. So in order to qualify for Medicaid, you need to be unable to perform at least two of the six ADLs, the six activities of daily living. Um, The six ADLs are dressing. Obviously you have to be able to get dressed without struggling to put on buttons and zippers, things of that nature bathing, the the ability to clean oneself and perform grooming activities, you know, brushing your teeth, things of that nature, combing your hair, uh, transferring, which is mo- movement and mobility, being able to walk or uh, move from a bed to a wheelchair, um, feeding, the ability to feed oneself, um, toileting, which uh, the, is the ability to get on and off the toilet, as well as continence, which is the ability to control one's bladder and bowel functions. Also, Tony, it's important to know that every American who is eligible for Medicaid is guaranteed coverage. 
the program actually covers about one out of every five Americans. So obviously this is, you know, a program that is, you know, very, very large in content and covers quite a few people. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it. What about long-term care insurance? How do we define that, Simon? Well, Tony, as with Medicaid.gov, we have longtermcare.gov for any of the listeners that want to check out some details and check out uh, anything a little bit further that we talk about in the show. But long-term care insurance is designed to provide long-term care coverage uh, to cover services and support um, for the very similar things that Baron had just mentioned. Same kind of rules apply if you can't perform two of the six activities of daily living on your own. That's where Medicare's uh, long-term care coverage uh, might come into play, or in this case, your own individual long-term care coverage might come into play. But the difference being, or one of the key differences being, is the settings that you're able to use it. You know, you may be able to use your long-term care coverage in your own home uh, to cover local community organizations or other facilities uh, that you might want to have some coverage uh, at, as opposed to just a nursing home facility. Another big key there is understanding the type of long-term care coverage uh, that you have. Every policy and uh, is different. They apply differently across the board as to what they may cover um, and how they pay. Some companies reimburse fees, so you have to pay them up front and then you get reimbursed as a billable, while others might just have a flat rate and pay you as long as you qualify and you can use any or all of those funds however you kind of deem necessary. But the coverage, you know, kind of uh, varies and there's a couple key things to understand. One is how old you are when you buy the policy, uh, the maximum amount that the policy will pay per day. Usually it's broken down as coverage per day. Uh, the maximum numbers of days that they will cover or in years. And a lot of times they'll just break it down in years as to how long that coverage will last. Uh, keep in mind the maximum amount per day multiplied by the number of days determines kind of a lifetime maximum that often applies uh, and then additional benefits that you may choose, such as an inflationary rider or some other factors out there that might come into play. Yeah. Well, I imagine there are a lot of different things we have to be aware of. Thanks for that. Um, they, a lot of things we have to look at to determine the cost, right, Baron? Yeah, Tony. I mean, that's why it can definitely be beneficial to work with a financial services professional. They can help you wade through just the, the you know, huge sea of policies that are out there, the different options, as well as the benefits. You know, I actually have just recently, unfortunately, have a few clients, uh, children who have called me up and their parents are going into long-term care facilities. You know, some people have long-term care policies in place so that he can utilize that. Uh, other people don't, so they're going to have to look at Medicaid spend down, you know. So this is, this is, unfortunately a part of life that some people have to kind of deal with and you know as it often happens with any type of insurance there can be reasons that you may not even qualify for a long-term care policy if you're already receiving long-term care services or you have health issues you may you know like currently you may have difficulty finding a long-term care insurance policy so there are also some alternatives that are out there that um, we've touched before on with other shows and maybe we'll follow up with another show uh, soon. But um, these are things that you really have to consider in your planning. Well, yeah, obviously. And are there other things then we need to keep in mind when looking at different long-term care insurance policies, Baron? Yeah, you need to you need to be sure to identify what the policy defines as disability. You know, that can vary from policy to policy. 
you know, as to what also can make an individual unable to perform the activities of daily living. In addition, excuse me, in addition, there are, are four other areas that I would definitely recommend you consider. Simon mentioned it before. We talked about a little bit the inflation protection factor. You know, today's dollars are not going to pay for as much years down the road. Uh, the second thing you have to consider is the deductible. You know, how much is coming out of your pocket first and for how long. The coverage has to be considered, what kind of coverage you have, you know, meaning what's covered, what's not covered, as well as the period of coverage. Simon touched base upon it before as far as how long will the term care policy, excuse me, how long will the long-term care policy pay for it? Yeah, and I want to dive more deeply into those after the break, but our time is almost up for this first segment. Simon, is there anything you want to share with us before we take a quick break here? Sure, Tony. We just want to thank the listeners once again for tuning in with us today as we talk about an interesting topic that a lot of people have some questions and concerns about, the difference between Medicaid, uh, the coverage when they get to the nursing home stage of life versus in-home care uh, coverage and long-term care benefits. Uh, We do have a great insurance uh, review. It'll break down in this particular case your long-term care plans, compare them uh, to what's going on, make sure that you've got the policy that's there to meet your needs or explore a different option. As we'll talk about, there's some varying options as to how to fund those uh, and better ways to go about it than some of the traditional long-term care policies. So you can reach out to us uh, on the phone at 855-793-2409 or online at willingtonadams.com if you want to sit down with us and uh, discuss this topic a little further. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard right here after these messages. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. Call our office at 855-793-2409 or visit us at wellingtonadams.com to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to our second segment of Financially Free. Again, my name is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard are speaking to you live from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point during the show or after the show you have any questions um, or you'd like to just sit down and learn a little bit more information, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online, www.wellingtonadams.com. Today, Tony, we've been talking about differences between long-term care insurance and Medicaid and some of the things that we need to examine when we're looking at long-term care insurance. Um, you know, Medicaid, typically you're going to have to spend down, if you have assets, you're going to have to spend them down to a, to a bare minimum. And then Medicaid will kick in to help pay for your nursing home care costs. Um, or if you have long-term care insurance, you can utilize that to help pay for the costs. Right. And just before the break, uh, you were talking about four areas to keep in mind when we're looking at long-term care insurance. If my memory serves, they were inflation protection, the deductible, uh, the overall coverage, and then the period of coverage, right? Yeah, that's good, actually, Tony, that your memory served you correctly. Obviously, you're not a candidate for long-term care at this point. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you don't get to qualify from that standpoint. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are the key points. 
Um, let me start out by saying that uh, I've touched on at the break there that, you know, Baron and I aren't, aren't necessarily proponents of long-term care uh, per se. There's definitely advantages and disadvantages to everything out there. So it's not necessarily something that's good or bad in and of itself. It's just you mean the insurance. Mean the insurance, yeah. not just you the care. Long, yeah, <laughs> the care is fine. It's <laughs> yeah. the long, it's the insurance Everybody, and the costs. Yeah, that's a good clarifying point, especially for the family. We're big fans of taking care of each yes. other long term. Yep. But yes, the uh, long term care insurance. There's different types and different ways about going about funding it, and there's definitely some flaws out there. So for the listeners that have had a bad policy and understand the flaws, let's be clear that uh, there's definitely some good ways to go about preparing for it, and definitely some ways uh, that have gone awry even though the kind of the uh, concept there is the right concept. Um, other key point though that we, uh, in case you're just tuning in and missed the first part that we should touch on is one of the key important things about understanding your long-term care insurance coverage is understanding the word disability and how your policy defines that. Most often, uh, Baron listed off earlier, there's kind of six activities of daily living and often if you can't qualify or complete two of those on your own, you qualify. But you need to make sure when you're getting into a policy like that, that you're working with a good financial services professional and you understand what the definitions are and the policy limits are. Yeah. Well, and that's a great point to make. I think this is really important. That's right, Tony. So let's look at the first of the four areas. Um, You mentioned before inflation protection as the first one. So we'll talk about that. Um, Inflation protection ensures that your premiums do not increase, or it's going to restrict the amount that they will increase, regardless of if the cost of long-term care insurance increases. I mean, it's essentially increasing your benefits each year. You typically can choose between a simple or a compound rider. Um, In our opinion, this is really especially valuable for those on a fixed income, like most retirees are. The ability to know the expected cost of your long-term care can be very, very valuable when you're creating a retirement budget. And often, you know, we will include that in putting together a retirement plan for clients also who are susceptible to perhaps going into a nursing home. Yeah. Well, I can see how that would be important. And I can imagine that the cost of long-term care is likely to go up over time, right? Yeah, I mean, the the past few years have brought just sky-high premium increases for most policyholders. Simon was mentioning it before about how, you know, sometimes the traditional long-term care policies, you know, people have had some bad experiences with it. You know, the, the costs have just blown up and the clients, you know, some cases premium prices have doubled just in the past two years alone. The latest bad news came actually from Mass Mutual. Uh, an insurance company that really so far had avoided big long-term care premium increases, they announced that it would seek approval from regulators to charge an average of 77% more on many of its established, yeah, exactly, on many of its uh, established long-term care policies. And this is coming from a company that's, you know, tried to not increase those policies, you know, all along. Price hikes like this, you know, have really forced consumers to just make some very unpleasant choices. I mean, what are you going to do? Some seniors, they struggle to pay increasingly unaffordable premiums. They have to dig into their savings um, or cut living expenses just to hang on to the coverage that they are they may need, you know, in the near future. Or they, you know, try to keep premiums affordable by cutting back on the amount of benefits the insurance company will cover. 
you know, some people wind up just abandoning their policies completely after they've had them for a really, really long time and paid thousands and thousands of dollars into them just because they can't afford the the coverage anymore. I mean, I, I've had clients, you know, ask me just recently had a client say, hey, you know, I'm paying X amount of dollars for this policy. We've had it 20, 25 years. W- what should I do? And, you know, it's a tough question to answer because you don't want to just give up something that you've invested so many dollars into and just lose it. So it's it's vast, you know, it's becoming a big problem. Well, yeah, obviously that that's a huge problem. Now, another thing that you've mentioned as something to examine when considering long term care plans is uh, the deductible. Tell us more about that one, Baron. Yeah, Tony. So uh, another thing that can change from policy to policy, I think Simon mentioned it before, is, is the definition of a deductible. You know, how does the policy define deductible? Does it include specific dollar amounts or a specific coverage period? In some instances, the policyholder may be required to cover a certain number of days themselves um, or up to a specific dollar amount before the policy will take effect. This is typically commonly referred to as an elimination period. So obviously that's important. And finally, the last two areas you mentioned, they seem connected, so maybe we can lump them together. Uh, Simon, they were coverage and then the period of coverage. What's that about? Sure, Tony. The coverage is talking about the amount of the cost that the policy will cover. So the daily amount usually that they're saying they're going to cover, you know, is it $100 a day, $200 a day um, type of an amount that they're covering? And then, of course, the coverage period, you know, how long will that go on for? So that's going to determine in a lot of cases the type of facility or care that you may choose, whether that's in-home care and you can cover the cost there um, or a middle or upper grade uh, type of facility uh, is going to be, you know, largely dictated about on that part as well as your other assets, income, things that might go into s- subsidizing those costs and fees. And really, it's important to understand what those amounts are, and again, how long that policy will last. It wasn't too uncommon years ago to have ones that were li- lifetime coverage, meaning once you were in the facility, it covered you for as long as you were there. But then, of course, with people living longer in medicines and technology, keeping them along. Uh, longer, the, the insurance companies had to come back and say, well, we're going to put caps on those. So you might be covered for three years or five years or uh, whatever that period may be. But it's important to understand what those are for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I can see how that would be important to be aware of. It certainly wouldn't be a fun experience to be surprised by the cost of coverage or the length of coverage when you're in the middle of needing it, needing the long-term care, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. And that's why it's so important just to sit down with a financial services professional, make sure you've got, you know, ideally one that's got a fiduciary responsibility to you and it's not just selling you something at the end of the day and they're taking out uh, a good understanding of what you're getting and you're making sure that it's worth paying for and continuing moving forward. Uh, Obviously, there are alternatives and strategies that we can use to deal with these, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last segment we did touch on kind of some of the issues, some of the problems with some of the traditional long-term care, you know, the the intention's right, the reason to have it's right. But obviously one of the things that has gone awry is the fact that so many people are receiving notices and increases in their premiums. And that's one of the things that obviously if you budget in at a certain amount and it's changing on you year over year, and as Baron pointed out, we got mass mutual out there asking for a 70 plus percent increase. That's a big problem. 
So there are a couple options out there, you know, in addition to just traditional long-term care, and we just wanted to touch on them briefly. One being life insurance. You can actually buy a life insurance policy that has a long-term care rider attached to it. So in essence, you're buying a life insurance policy and paying into that, and then they're allowing you to use that death benefit up front should you qualify for long-term care needs. The nice part about that is two things. One, you can lock in a premium that's set and it won't change on you moving forward if you do it properly. And then secondarily, whether or not you use the coverage, something's being done with that money. You know, if you don't end up needing the coverage, that money is going to be passed on to your beneficiaries in the form of a tax-free life insurance policy, as opposed to the old ones where if you didn't use it, you lost the coverage and paid for something that you didn't need in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Good point right there. Uh, And Baron, uh, what do you have to add to this? Uh, What else do we need to know? Well, also, as uh, Simon mentioned, the other alternatives, you can use the life insurance. You also can utilize an annuity and get a long-term care rider on that annuity. You know, one of my bugaboos with the traditional long-term care policy is, is that, you know, you pay X amount of dollars into this policy for a long, long period of time. Well, what happens if you never go into the facility, which is obviously what we're all kind of hoping for? Well, all those premiums that you've paid into that long-term care policy, they go to the insurance company. So you're really not getting any kind of bang for your buck at all. With the annuities, you can at least have a guaranteed income rider, excuse me, a guaranteed long-term care rider on that annuity, which can either double or triple the amount of your annuity contract value. And if you have to, God forbid, go into the facility you have the funds from the annuity being doubled or tripled to help pay for those costs. If you never go into the facility, well, now you have all those assets that you had originally from the annuity in of itself. And if good Lord takes you home, you have those assets to pass on to the next generation. So I I just think that, you know, yes, traditional long-term care policies can definitely serve some people out there. um, And we're definitely not saying that you shouldn't look at that as an option. What we're saying is that you should look at all of the options that present themselves to you and see which one is really going to be the best for you. Yeah, good advice. Well, you know what? We're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, we'll just let the listeners know that it is a complicated topic. Uh, It's a big concern of a lot of people out there who are wondering what they're going to do at the end stage of life. Should they need some in-home or nursing home care and coverage and how that will affect them or their surviving spouse? So if you have a policy, if you have concerns on those topics or want to uh, discuss them further, please give us a call. We'll set aside some time uh, to do so. Complimentary, no obligation. Uh, Reach out to us at 855-793-2409 or online at willingtonadams.com. All right. And this concludes our time for today's episode of Financially Free Radio with our amazing hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams. Thank you for listening to Financially Free with Wellington Adams. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard 
at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.